Welcome to Technovation, I'm Peter High. My guest today is Sandeep Dave, the Chief Digital and Technology Officer of CBRE, a global commercial real estate services and investment firm with nearly $22 billion in annual revenue. In this role, Sandeep is responsible for all aspects of the company's technology and digital enablement activities. In this interview, we discuss the five elements of CBRE's digital transformation, why the future workforce is likely to be distributed, and why innovation labs that sit far from the core operations do little to transform the core business, according to Sandeep. We also discuss the approach that CBRE uses to innovate, how the company leverages artificial intelligence and machine learning, the power of bringing emerging technologies together to solve real-world problems, and a variety of other topics. If you enjoy Technovation, please consider reading my new book, Getting to Nimble, How to Transform Your Company into a Digital Leader. The book's available now on Amazon, and as a special offer to our CXO listeners, if you purchase 50 or more books for your team, I'll be happy to join your team for a group discussion on it. To learn more, write us at info at or visit gettingtonimble.com. Thank you. Before we get to our interview, I wanted to introduce you to our sponsor, Zoho, and the company's president, Timothy Casby. Prior to taking on his current role, he was the chief information officer of a number of companies, including Reliance Industries, Sears, Intrexon, and the Warehouse Group. He's now at Zoho, a most unusual enterprise software company, and wanted to share some perspectives from it. Timothy, take it away. Peter, you keep calling us an unusual enterprise software company. I think we should talk about that a bit. Yes, we have not borrowed a single dollar from a VC or a bank and ended up bootstrapping our way to multi-billion dollar SaaS business with over 60 million enterprise users. That itself is unusual for a tech company. But the principles that have kept us from accepting VC term sheets are simple. We believe all our employees should have good night's sleep each night, be it month-end, quarter-end, or year-end. To enable this principle, we have stayed private and have not dipped into public money. We don't believe in debt and discourage anyone from getting in one. A good night's sleep has its premium. Yes, we believe in good night's sleep and eating healthy foods. That's why we leave money on the table. It comes from our principle of eating healthy food. Just because there is food on the table, we don't believe it's healthy to eat it all. Therefore, any product we market, be it CRM, Sign, Help Desk, and 100 others, these will be many multiples cheaper than our nearest competitor. And it comes from the principle of leaving money on the table. Find out more about our unusual enterprise company at Zoho.com. Thanks, Timothy. And now a word from our other partner, Aptio. Digital transformation is a journey, not a destination. Technology decisions teams make today determines the success of tomorrow. That's why Aptio is dedicated to helping companies harness the power of trusted, actionable insights. It's called technology business management, and more than 60% of the Fortune 100 are already using it to speed their innovation. Learn more about how Aptio can help you connect your technology decisions to better business outcomes. Visit aptio.com. And now on to the interview. Well, Sandeep Dave, welcome to Technovation. It's great to speak with you today. Peter, thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure. Yes. Well, Sandeep, I thought we'd begin uh, with your role in your company. You are the Chief Digital and Technology Officer of CBRE. And CBRE is certainly a well-known major organization. But in your own words, I thought maybe it'd be good to begin with an overview of CBRE's business. Please please tell us. Sure. Well, CBRE is the world's largest commercial real estate services and investment firm. Uh, And essentially what that means is we help occupiers and investors of real estate 
with any and all of the real estate needs from finding a space building the space managing it managing real estate investments uh, and more and i should also clarify that when we say commercial real estate office comes to mind but it's actually much more than that it's retail data warehouses industrial and logistics uh, and, and so much more that's excellent and you you have the the two parts to your title the chief digital uh, and technology officer talk a bit about uh, what what is included as part of your purview sure you know as you said uh, two parts in the title um, maybe i'll say two parts to the role uh, the first covers infrastructure and technology for company operations right which is network telecom financial platform cybersecurity um second i'm responsible for the company's digital strategy and all aspects of technology used either by our clients or by our professionals across the globe um and peter as you know every industry is getting impacted by digital trends and digitally enabled business models and with that we have the opportunity to reimagine how we deliver our services how we support our clients how we derive insights um and if done right it can not only deliver world class class outcomes but also potentially um transform the industry in the process and that is also very much an area of focus for me that's excellent can you talk a little bit about uh some of the aspects under that are rising to the top of your digital strategy what are some areas of priority currently that you and the team are operating against sure well we've been on a transformation now for 3 plus years uh, and the key tenets of the transformation while they broadly remain consistent Uh, our focus areas today are obviously different from when we initiated the year um uh, when we initiated the effort but i'll highlight five areas right the first first is talent no mission can go far without the right talent um and i'm very proud of the diverse talent that we have been able to attract globally second we've developed um uh, specific priorities or strategies digitally enabled priorities roadmaps for each line of business with a particular emphasis on tailoring our solutions to the user and ensuring that we are stitching together seamless uh, customer journeys that's the second priority the third priority i don't think will be a surprise and i'm sure you've heard this before is data we've all heard that data is the new oil um and i often highlight that data is the new crude oil since there's a lot to be done capture cleanse synthesize harmonize the data before the data can talk to you um fourth is automation as in many in other industries um commercial real estate is uh, um is target rich with respect to automation opportunities and the um and the opportunity to unlock efficiencies and drive scale we've made meaningful progress in this space but this is an area of focus and the fifth one is a robust operating platform in cybersecurity we build a resilient platform and we saw the benefits of that one fine day when 100000 of us pivoted to be remote and we were able to do that without skipping a beat you've you've mentioned to me in the past uh, sandeep that you operate in an industry that is the largest asset class by by a stretch uh and you're the largest player in that industry uh you have a lot of data that um is often uh opaque to many but clear to you uh and mm-hmm. as you mentioned this has been a remarkable experiment the this past uh year uh in the pandemic and the quarantine that has had people kind of rethinking how work will be done 
And I'm curious uh, here at the outset, I'll ask you a general question and perhaps we can get into more specifics as we go along, but some of the lessons as you read the tea leaves of that data as to how how work is changing and therefore how the office is likely to change as a result of that. How office is changing is is absolutely phenomenal. Um, let, let me touch on the data a bit a little bit. Um, Great. I think there are two parts to your question possibly. I mean, we are, we operate in, as you said, the largest asset class by far. And we are the largest player in this asset class by far. And we manage close to 7 billion square feet of real estate, process over 400 billion in transaction volume. Um, and as a result, have access to this unparalleled volumes of data that we can have been leveraging and have been on a journey to synthesize and leverage to deliver meaningful insights um, through operational analytics, through efficiency, uh, AI ML embedded in our products. Um, so that's, you know, I, I think that's a great part of our journey. I think the second part of your question was around the future of office space. Did I capture that right? Yes, indeed. Yeah, I would love to understand kind of what you're seeing, what the data is telling you with regard to that. Yeah, well, we've recently conducted two surveys to shed light on what should we expect the new normal to be. One is a survey of 10,000 employees on their experiences in working from uh, remotely. Uh, and what they would expect in the future. And the second is um, those of real estate leaders who need to make real estate decisions and need to understand occupancy insights. Um, and two insights stand out. Well, first is that remote work is here to stay. 85% of employees expect to work remotely um, at least two days a week. Uh, but the second is that office is here to stay too. You know, many months into the pandemic, I think we all feel this is the teams are missing collaboration. Um, they're struggling with innovation. Companies are grappling with tough questions around how to maintain a company culture. Uh, how do you onboard and train a new employee and still ensure that they feel connected to something bigger? Um, and so therefore, 80% of organizations anticipate office to be critical to their future workplace needs. And so what is the new normal likely to be? The new normal is likely to be uh, distributed where employees choose the most convenient location for them at any given day and at any given time. Um, and the office then emerges as a destination where employees gather to collaborate and innovate. And technology has a key role to play in enabling this new normal. And this is an area we are helping our clients with. Yeah, you've mentioned that uh, you're jointly innovating with your clients and especially on this journey. Uh, talk a bit about the way in which you do so, how you engage them, how you draw insight from them while also providing it back to them. We'd love to understand a bit more about the, the methods you use and, and perhaps some of the outcomes that you care to share. Yeah, um, Peter, great question. And too often um, I've seen a model where companies have gone on and open an innovation lab. And that lab sits uh, separate from their core operations. It sits in, maybe it's situated in the Silicon Valley and everybody dresses a little bit differently. They've got a foosball table and um, and they go on and drive innovation. And, and for the first 12 to 18 months, all the metrics seem right. You see a pipeline of promising innovation. You see promising innovation being developed. What that doesn't do though, is does nothing to transform the core business. And that innovation while promising, it remains promising in most regards. Now, this is not to say that every time something like this has happened, um, we haven't seen the innovation translate. 
But the approach that um, we have taken is that we will always jointly innovate with our clients and work on real world problems that we can immediately incorporate into our business processes. One such example was where in our strategy exercise, we had highlighted that we needed to, that workplace experience had become a priority um, and was likely to be a priority for many of our employees, uh, uh, for many employees in general, and therefore many of our clients. So we partnered with a leading uh, company that you and most would recognize. And we got into a three-day workshop, which we called the Protothon. And we started mocking up what next generation experiences should look like. And we walked out with a mobile prototype. And on the back of that, that is now a fledging business for us. Um, it's, uh, we call it Host. It's our employee experience and return to work platform. And uh, it's live in um, 200 plus buildings. It's live with hundreds of thousands of users. And, and, and that's the power of innovating. And there's so many, so many such examples. There's a the power of innovating with uh, a client on a real world problem that you know is, uh, is meaningful. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you also, it, I, it strikes me that you have this ability to drink your own champagne, so to say, with the mm-hmm. research you're doing back for, for your team and, and for CBRE more generally speaking. W- would you mind sharing some of the conclusions you're drawing um, as to how you see work changing once we reach the, the hopefully sooner rather than later, um, the new normal to come? Yeah, you know, as I, as I said, that the new workplace is likely going to be distributed. And with that come a set of challenges, right? Employee experience was always a priority or was at least an emerging priority. Now return to work is an absolute critical priority for for all employers. And they are thinking about what are the logistics of that? How do I ensure that not not only do I maintain the, manage the logistics, but how do I ensure that the employee feels comfortable? Um, So that's, that's definitely an area. Uh, the other area is uh, occupancy, tracking occupancy in real estate. There's an old adage that says that, well, you know, any real estate is always no more than 60 to 70% occupied or at least office, if you will. Now it's even more so because the offices look different. Um, they are more socially distant. People are being bought in on a rotating schedule. And so how do you track occupancy and not just after the fact, but potentially even in real time? So that's another new requirement. Um, And then generally, I think many processes that were uh, physically oriented, such as let us show, let us take you on a tour of multiple workplaces are now being digitized. Um, So those are all, you know, there are so many, as a result of the pandemic, there are so many requirements that were there before but now have been amplified or have been given a different twist. Very interesting. You mentioned earlier the uh, sanctity of uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence uh, in terms of helping your, your organization leverage the and refine that crude oil of the data to make, make and draw out better conclusions. I'd, I'd be curious to maybe um, linger on that point a little bit longer to understand the ways in which you were doing so, leveraging those, those very prominent and rising technology trends. The technology per se is not necessarily nascent anymore. It's maturing, but its application is still relatively new and fledgling. And whatever we've done collectively, I think not just we, when I say CBRE, but collectively us as an industry is only scratching the surface. Some of the ways that we are leveraging that capability is um, 
within real estate, just like any other industry, there is reams of paper documentation. And we are leveraging that to extract data from unstructured documents, synthesize it, and then take some action on the back of it. Um, we are leveraging AIML for valuations. We need to value properties for our investment, uh, for our investors all the time. And we are leveraging it for that. We, um, we are leveraging, uh, I was talking about the employee experience platform. We're leveraging uh, automation to provide insights with respect to, hey, can you go in to the office? Should you go into the office? Um, at this time of the day, you typically book a meeting with Peter and you generally like a secluded place or you like to go for coffee on Wednesday. Those kind of insights, of course, you know, keeping personal information protected. Uh, but we, those are some examples of how we are leveraging AI and machine learning um, to, uh, to drive insights, unlock efficiency, um, or just provide uh, simple recommendations that, uh, that improve user experience. Yeah. I'd also be curious, other trends that excite you as you look to the future, are there others that are arising in importance and making their way onto your roadmap? Well, uh, so much to do, so little time, as they say, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, they, there are so many of these trends that, are, that have become so meaningful recently, all of them individually in their own right, right? If you take IoT, if you take automation, if you take uh, AIML. But what I find really exciting is the combination of bringing them together um, where then they start to solve real world problems in very meaningful ways and moving the needle in very meaningful ways. So I find that very exciting. And, and many of the examples that I was sharing before have all seen a combination of these technologies being applied, right? IoT sensors deployed at scale to be able to capture all the data um, so as to then drive smart building insights, sustainability insights, as another example. Um, the other you know, trend I think that would possibly personally and professionally impact us all, and I'm excited about um, uh, two trends potentially. One is 5G uh, and the other is autonomous uh, uh, cars and who knows what the future holds with respect to those. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, Sandeep Dave, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing a bit about your experience as an executive at CBRE, this treasure trove of data that you oversee and some of the insights you're drawing from it, and even this application back into your own operation. Those among other parts of our conversation really yielded some, some terrific insights, which I greatly appreciate. Thank you, Peter. Really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in. Please join me on Thursday when my guest will be Jeff Immelt, the former chief executive officer of GE.